0: Today is Thursday, July 15th, 2021. Have you ever heard somebody be like, oh my God, I love food. And it's like, yeah, I, I love air too. And like, and like water because I want to, I don't know, like survive. I get like the same vibe when people are like, I love music. Like, dude, everybody likes music, but no, like I really love, whatever. We'll get into it. Welcome to Therapy season two. Last session that I put out actually got a significant amount of feedback and it wasn't people talking about the quality of the episode as much as people being like, okay, so we're like not friends. Just to wrap up the whole discussion about friends, just to be clear, like, I love you, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you clearly care a lot about me, so I care a lot about you. But like, let's be honest, just to reiterate, if my fiance were to leave me right now all of a sudden... And I were to call you and tell you about it. If you picked up the phone and, like, I was on the floor crying about how I didn't know what I was going to do with my life now that I lost the love of my life, you'd be like, okay, but, like, of all people, you're calling me? And I'm telling you that if you have that response, like, we're not really friends. I don't think that's very offensive. I don't think that's very insulting. I think that you would agree that that's, like, a fair measure of somebody's friendship whatever we're not going to get into it today i have actually decided that i'm going to do something that i haven't ever done but it's going to be kind of similar to the way that i told the story of my time in high school how i went over all these facebook posts that i made to kind of tell you the story of my time in high school i'm kind of do i'm kind of doing something similar for my college experience but through music. And you're like, Derek, how on earth are you going to do that? Well, let me explain. I have been a consumer of Apple Music. If you have an iPhone, you know about Apple Music. It's like if you have Spotify, then it's probably because you have like an Android phone. Or maybe you do have an iPhone and use Spotify. Let me know if you're one of those people. That would be very interesting to me because like I'd love to know why. But I've been using Apple Music for one, two, three, four, five, like six years now ever since I got my first iPhone. I'm really interested to know about your journey with the iPhone, by the way. My first one was the iPhone 6S Plus, then I went up to a 7 Plus, then I had the iPhone 10S, and then I have, oh, then I got the iPhone 11, and now I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max, like not to flex or anything, but like it's just incredible that like, I've had this journey and my experience with these phones has kind of been similar to my experience with the music. It's like <laughs> that iPhone, or the music I'm also listening to on that iPhone kind of tells the story of like the period of time I'm in or whatever, I don't know. It's just very interesting now that I think about it. So we're gonna go through the top music that I was playing every year to kind of you know, give you an indication of like where my life is at. I think it'll be extremely fun that you can tell me if it's not. So Apple Music, similarly to how uh, if you have Spotify, it gives you like your year wrapped or something, and it tells you exactly how much you've been listening to each artist or album or whatever your favorite songs are. Apple does the same thing, and they call it replay. So first we're going to go through 2016. Just for a little bit of context, I graduated high school in spring of 2014 so my first year of college was the end of 2014 and through 2015 so we're starting with replay 2016 which means that it is my sophomore year in college and let's talk about what I was listening to more than anything in 2016 so like my top 10 songs three of them are frank ocean songs um the channel orange came out and it was like extremely popular this is the number one song that I played uh, that year. Listen to this. I, the best song the single, but you were have you heard that? If not, by all means, give it a listen. But of the top ten songs that I listened to, three of them were Frank Ocean from that uh, from that same album. And then I have two from Drake, uh, Weston Road Flows. I think it's the best song on Drake's uh, Views album that came out in 2016. And then I have one from uh, Childish Gambino. You know what's crazy? In 2016, Childish Gambino's album Awaken My Love, it actually came out in December. And I played Me and Your Mama so much, the first song from that album, that it still ended up being in my top ten songs of the year. Let's look at uh, what else I was listening to. Oh, That's What I Like was number eight. Brand Name was number nine by Mac Miller. Rest in peace. God bless. Um, God, I was really into the song "Earn." By Childish Gambino from uh, "Because the Internet," I actually sang "Earn" once is and um, at this open mic night that I did when I was in college. Uh, later on that year, that's crazy. I can't wait to talk about like college in full detail, but in a way, I'm kind of gonna get into it here. Now that I'm looking at this, I'm I'm filled with nostalgia. Isn't it crazy how you hear a certain song and it takes you to like a very specific moment? Also that year. Kanye West, uh, his The Life of Pablo came out. This is actually so cool because we get to, you know, revisit the albums that came out that year. I was also listening to, um, oh, The Divine Feminine. Uh, Mac Miller's new album came out that year also by the end of 2016. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. So, um, God, 2016 was such a great year for music. So Chance the Rapper's coloring book came out. Uh, Kanye's The Life of Pablo, actually, oh, the reason why I got into Frank Ocean actually is because his new album Blonde came out, so I'm Um uh, Frank Ocean's Channel Orange came out before Blonde, um, oh, this song Purple Lamborghini came out, that summer, I, I thought it was super hard, so yeah, it looks like a lot of a coloring book, a lot of The Divine Feminine with Mag Miller and a lot of Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. So this is really cool. And then, at the very end, there's also a little bit of Logic. So my friend Jordan, who I've mentioned frequently, we spent most of our time together in college, and he introduced me to the rapper Logic. Uh, Logic, he's like this fast, biracial rapper. I'm about to try and like give you his whole backstory and like you don't care about Logic that much, it's fine. But that was 2016, the story of 2016 of me in college. Man, it was crazy. So, when I was in um when I was recounting my high school experience, I talked about um the first true long-term serious girl friend that I had. I didn't mean to make it sound like it's girl space friend, like we were not friends. Like she was definitely like a long-term relationship girl. Um I referred to her as H. And the interesting thing about H, we started dating my senior year of high school, actually the summer before my senior year in high school, and in 2016, I broke up with her. And it's very interesting to look back at the music that I listened to, these top 100 songs that I have here, because there are some songs that I remember sharing with her there are some songs that I remember listening to right after we broke up. there's <laughs> So much Drake. And then there are songs um, that I discovered towards the end of 2016 that I was sharing with other people without her. And that's just very interesting to look back on. But anyways, we don't have to get into that. Moving into 2017. So the funny thing about 2017 is I have often tell people... Every time there's a new year, people are always talking about their resolutions or things that they want to change. But I always think about just generally how good the past year has been or how not so good. Every time somebody – I say every time somebody brings it up. Like I'm not the one always bringing it up. Every time there's a new year, I always ask the people around me, so – where does this previous year rank as far as like the best years of your life go? Was it the best year of your life? Was it the worst year of your life? A lot of people would probably say that 2020 was the worst year to me, like, you know, it wasn't. I mean, the pandemic was pretty bad. But my life personally, like I survived, I was still in love, my family was still healthy. So it was okay. But we're at 2017. Now, I'm looking at all the songs that I listened to in 2017 and it truly tells a story. So the very first song, the number one song that I played in 2017, it's still one of my favorite songs to this day and it's going to pop up on other lists uh, moving forward. It's called Sunflower and it's by Rex Orange County. I listened to it more than any other song in 2017 and that is very telling. So the really cool thing about Sunflower is... I did not know who Rex Orange County was. Um, there was this thing called a new music mix in the Apple Music app, and I literally played it on accident one day. And based on what I'd listened to in the past, they thought that I might like this song, Sunflower, by Rex Orange County. And it starts out so slow, and you're like... No, I want to know. And what's so funny is... The first time I heard this song, I was thinking, like, wow, they thought I would like this. It's boring. And then when the song truly begins, it is one of the most beautiful, fun, optimistic-sounding songs I've ever heard. And I'm not going to play any more of it because I want you to go listen to it yourself. But I love that song. And I still listen to it all the time. And I highly recommend that you give it a listen. And Rex Orange County himself a listen. I know Rex Orange County sounds like a band, but it's really just one guy, and let's just talk about, like, my top 10 songs that I have here, so the second song is also a Rex Orange County song, I memorized all of it, the third song is called Water by Ugly God, look, man, I was, (laughs) in 2017, I was a junior in college, and similarly to high school, I felt like I had broken out in a sense. Something about like my third year being in something is where I really feel like I'm blossoming. Now the difference between high school and college, obviously, when I was in high school, I decided I was going to make myself into this like um, like I think, what's the word messianic figure. Like I had these delusions of grandeur in 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 high school, but and I, I was just lying to everybody about who I was and what I was doing. But when I was in college, I truly came into my own and. One of the reasons why 2017 is the best year of my life so far, and nothing has reached it since. Not, it's 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 always weird saying that because I don't want to make people feel like, oh, my life is getting worse. It's just that things were different in 2017 because I was just at the peak of my powers. I think I was in the best shape of my life. It was also the same year that I met Spice and. You know, our relationship began, and you know how relationships are in the beginning. It's so interesting how we've come around full circle, because when I first met Spice, you know, you go through that honeymoon phase of a new relationship, and then things calm down a bit over the years, but this year, 2021, it's like falling back in love with her again, and like, I love her more and more every day. We're we're not going to get it. That's disgusting. We're not here to talk about that, but (laughs) 2017... A lot of Rex Orange County. I'm still listening to uh, Childish Gambino's album, uh, Awaken My Love, because it came out in 2016. I still have a couple of songs that are um, rounding out the top 10. So I should just read it to you. So one is Sunflower by Rex Orange County. Second song is Television, So Far So Good by Rex Orange County. Water by Ugly God. Baby Boy by Childish Gambino. That is the most slept on song of Childish Gambino's album, Awaken My Love. Black Spider-Man. Is a song by Logic that came out. Um, it came out as a single, but it's on the album Everybody. That's what I like by Bruno Mars. I was still bumping that because I thought that was one of the better songs in the album. Boogeyman and Riot are also from that Awaken My Love album. And I also have. Yeah, I started listening to Kendrick Lamar because he came out with uh, Damn the album. Isn't that crazy? So that album came out over four years ago. Kendrick, where are you? But yeah, that's what I was listening to a lot of. I discovered Rex Orange County, still listening to Childish Gambino, Bruno Mars, and let's just uh, go through, oh, <laughs> Bad and Bougie came out that year, I was bumping that, um, oh man, I have this awesome memory with uh, the song Passion Fruit by Drake. More Life came out that year, oh my gosh, Drake uh, Drake never disappoints, Um Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going through this, and a lot of this is... So there's still a lot of Kendrick, but I'm starting to... (laughs) Lil Dicky's album, um, or his EP, rather, with Brain, that I talked about in Lil Dicky, the so-called professional rapper, part two. I think it's like session 23 or 24 or whatever. um, That's the only good song on that tape, How Can You Sleep, by Lil Dicky. Highly recommend it. Oh, man. Oh, Loving is Easy by Rex Orange County it's such an incredible song, and it really, again, try not to get disgusting, but it really describes my relationship with Spice so well, because she makes loving so easy, that's why we're gonna get married, it's probably gonna play at our wedding, but we're not gonna get back into that. 2017 was also a time where, all the way up until I met Spice, I was still, like, a dog, a savage, like, you know how people say, like, men are trash, like, men ain't shit like all, all like all those sayings that you hear like men are terrible like I was I was men all the way up until I met Spice so there are a lot of other songs on here that I was playing um in our apartment Oh, eleven twenty-four. 1124 um in the future when I talk about college I'm going to reference a lot of these songs when I get there but there's yeah, a lot of these songs we were just playing in our apartment when we had people over getting drunk and all that crazy stuff. But, um, but yeah, that was 2017. 2017 was the best year of my life because it was the beginning of my new relationship with a person that I would end up deciding I wanted to marry. But also, like, I was still in that, like, crazy fraternity party all the time phase that I was in. So it was, like, really the best of both worlds. And uh, that was that was 2017. In uh in a nutshell, especially as far as music. So twenty eighteen is my last year of college. Um so I'm a senior in college, I'm still I'm still with Spice, and let's look at the music from that year. So J. Cole's KOD album came out that I think is a very underrated album. I've talked about J. I'm going to have to revisit J. Cole at some point because I feel like my first session doing therapy, I feel like I was just kind of all over the place talking about J. Cole. And if I could go back, I would amend some of the things that I say. But we just have to be responsible for what we do. You know, J. Cole deserves more respect than I gave him on the very first session of therapy, like uh, two months ago or whatever. But I listen to KOD a lot. Um, the number one song, unfortunately, is just the intro of the KOD album, but then right after that, this is where I started to really get into Tyler, the Creator, who is now probably, like, my favorite artist, so what have we learned so far about me through almost three years of music, um, Tyler, the Creator, Rex Orange County, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Childish Gambino, new Childish Gambino, like, more singy Childish Gambino, that's me, and also, Drake, staying consistent, See, this is, ugh, I'm not trying to get into the whole little Dicky thing again, but what I respect about artists is not only their ability to put out great music, but also their ability to consistently put out quality tunes. So in 2016, Drake's album Views came out. In 2017, it was More Life, and in 2018, he was back out with Scorpion. Drake, where are you? We miss you. But here's the top 10. Uh, it's the intro to J. Cole's album, three songs from Tyler, the Creator's uh, Flower Boy album, which is one of my favorite rap albums. Uh, Drake's song Nice For What oh my god Nice For What go listen to Drake's Nice For What if you're ever in a bad mood that was that was literally the mood all of summer 2018 Um, I thought the Finesse remix with Cardi B I was about to say hosted by the song's by Bruno Mars Finesse from his 24 Karat Magic album and then there's a remix that has Cardi B on it and I thought the remix was good enough to play it so many times that it's in my top 10 so we had Tyler the Creator's Flower Boy j cole's kod a little bit of Drake's scorpion you know god's plan i'm still listening to childish Gambino, baby boy me and your mama's still there Lil dicky came out with that song freaky friday the only song he came out with that year this is america is here king's dead <laughs> if you don't know that song king's dead uh by like kendrick lamar it was on the black panther album um <laughs> i gotta find that snippet and then you'll know what i'm talking about Look, if you know, you know. That's all I'm going to say. So there was a lot of K.O.D., there was a lot of, uh... I'm still playing Rex Orange County Sunflower is still number 32 on this list. Uh, K.O.D. still... Blah, blah, blah. So it looks like in my free time, I'm still always reverting back to the same songs. It's like, everybody tries to discover new music, but at the end of the day, you always end up coming back to the things that you really love. I tried to give, uh, Logic's newer albums, like, a chance, but... Every album that Logic makes gets worse <laughs> Uh Mac Miller came out with a new album. It was called Swimming when I heard it at the time. I didn't really appreciate it as much as I do right now. But that happens with, you know, pretty much everybody when they pass away. But for the record, I, I no, I was a legitimate Mac Miller fan, but I was honest with myself. If he put out something that I didn't like, I'd say I didn't like it so now we are in 2019 at this point college is over i've like settled down i live in this one bedroom apartment with spice and this year is defined by a couple of things so after i graduated college in august of 2018 i immediately landed uh, my first big boy job i was working in a call center they started out the pay at like $17 an hour, and uh, money does not buy happiness, by the way, because I quit after like nine or ten months. Uh, long story short, it was just a, you know what? I don't need to get into that right now. Who cares? Who cares why I left my call center job? Like, it really doesn't matter. We're here to talk music, and when it comes to 2019, my top ten songs, one through ten, all of them are literally the Igor album, Tyler the Creator's Igor album. This is where I truly fell in love. And I was talking to my brother, and um, I've talked to other people about this too. Igor, the album by Tyler, the Creator, is top three favorite albums of all time for me. And the crazy thing about it is that when I first heard it, I didn't even like it. Because in 2017, Tyler, the creator, who I always viewed kind of as a rapper, he came out with Flower Boy, which is one of my favorite albums ever. And it happened to be a rap album. I like rap music. So when he came out with this Igor album, I was very much looking forward to it. But it was so hard for me to get into it because it wasn't rap. And I thought it was going to be rap. And when you look it up on Apple Music, it says hip hop and rap. And it won album uh, rap album of the year and, you know after I already liked it for a significant amount of time but I had to um Jordan actually helped me realize this he was like dude it's like an album about like a breakup just stop trying to just stop thinking about rap for like a minute and just you know look at it from a different perspective and then I did and it's beautiful I love every single song on it to me there are I'm looking at the songs right now and there Are simply no skips. And I think that's how you define, like, if we're just talking, like, objectively about good music, that's how you would define, like, a classic album. But if we're talking about your favorite music, you could also apply the same thing. An album where you don't want to skip a single song. And for me, there are only three albums like that in my life. One is Michael Jackson's Thriller. Um, This isn't in order. Another is Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly, which I believe is the best rap album I've ever heard. My best. Probably my favorite and my best when it comes to like just rap albums, I think to Pimp a Butterfly is a masterpiece. They should write a book on it. They should do a documentary on it. It's incredible. There is a um a podcast that i mentioned before when I was talking about my favorite podcast. It's called Dissect. They do an entire series where they go like episode by episode. They examine song by song, line by line. Highly recommended Spotify exclusive podcast is called dissect goes through the whole tip Impa butterfly album it was already like one of my favorite rap albums and after i heard that i was like this is actually the best thing i've ever heard anyways 2019 top 10 songs are titled the creator's igor album um i also discovered a rapper called named whatever quadeca q u a d e c a um his album voice memos it was awesome. My <laughs> my girlfriend at the time, now fiance. Um, we used to listen to Quedeco all the time. His YouTube videos are entertaining, but he also just made great rap. I also started listening to uh, there was this album. Oh, let me see. Let me see what the album is called actually. Anderson Pack came out with an album called Ventura, and I listened to a lot of that. My favorite song from it is called Make It Better. I think you would enjoy that and give it a listen. I'm just spouting off music suggestions, by the way. I hope you're writing this down. Like, this stuff is literally me. Like, it encapsulates my my being. So, I believe that I left the call center job. I started in August of 2018, and I left in July of 2019. And then I started, while I was looking for new jobs, new opportunities, I started doing lyft and uber which now, i'm now and still just doing lyft so i had to start finding songs that would appeal to a lot of different other uh other people you know the general public <laughs> What's again sunflower still shows up in 2019 isn't that crazy a song that i actually discovered in like february or march or something of 2017 is still my 15th most played song in 2019. I just loved it that much. Uh, there's still more Quedeca's voice memos album. So when I started doing Lyft and Uber, again, I had to find songs that the general public would enjoy. Um, ooh, Ariana Grande's album Thank You Next came out and the song Fake Smile on there I found really cool. More Quadeca, more Quadeca, more Tyler, the Creator. Um, and, yeah, that was pretty much it. I started playing a lot more music for the general public, but uh, I still ended up going back to my old favorites, Childish Gambino's Baby Boy. Oh, Lil Nas X became a thing <laughs> in 2019. I became aware of his existence. But, yeah, at this point, things started um, things started becoming a little bit repetitive with the occasional, like, new thing that would come out each year. Um, I started having less time, you know, when you get a full-time job, you don't have time to, you know, enjoy the little things as much like discovering new music. That's a sad existence, isn't it? When I'm saying it out loud, I realize how unfortunate it is. You know, you have time to discover new things, look for new podcasts, discover new music, maybe pick up another hobby. But when I was working that call center job and I was doing that 40 hours a week and then coming home and um, being with spies, hanging out with the cats or whatever, like I don't have I don't have time. and I was still trying to, like, see my friends and keep up with what's going on in the fraternity before I realized that the fraternity did not care about my life after I graduated. I was still trying to keep up with what they were doing. But then, you know, I got so busy with the call center job and keeping up with the apartment and everything. I was like, ah, forget it. They don't want me. I don't care about them. But, yeah, that was 2019, in essence, as far as music goes. That was the number one song that I played in 2020. Uh, 2020, again, was a big ride-sharing year, so I was playing a lot of stuff that I thought that the general public would enjoy. But one thing that I discovered that I truly enjoyed, Childish Gambino, who I've loved for a very long time. Um, Short story short, I actually found out about Childish Gambino when I was 15 years old. I was a sophomore, and one of my best friends in high school... His name was TJ, and he let me listen to the song Bonfire by Childish Gambino. If you know, you know. I'm not going to play the song, but Bonfire uh, by Childish Gambino, that's how I came to know him as a rapper, and then he transitioned into other things, and I still enjoyed it. Like I mentioned earlier, Awaken My Love, I played a lot of those songs for years, and when he came out with his newest album, which is literally just like the title of the album is The Date, he he's he's a weird dude. But my favorite song on the album was the last song on the album. It's called 53.49. 53.49. 53.49. Whatever. You get it. Look it up. It was my favorite song. And I kind of got back into, um, I mentioned before in, God, was it like session 7, 8, 9, 10? I don't know. I was talking about my love for Michael Jackson. I grew up dressing up as him. I knew all of his music, blah, blah, blah. I kind of rediscovered him once I started driving people around uh, more and more and more in 2020. Um, And I was trying to look for music that the general public would like. Most people just like Michael Jackson, and it was convenient for me because I liked him too. So my number one song was the last song off Childish Gambino's album. Uh, Number two and three were... Baby Be Mine by Michael Jackson and Rock With You by Michael Jackson, which I would argue with anybody that those two have to be in the top five Michael Jackson songs ever. Baby Be Mine and Rock With You, they're classics. I'm not here to argue. Uh, four was a song from Igor. Five was another Michael Jackson song. Oh, 47.48, 47 period, 48, whatever, whatever. Look it up. The second to last song on that Childish Gambino album was also very beautiful. I loved it. Uh, albums called Three fifteen twenty—that's the date that the Childish Gambino album came out. Um, Rex Orange County came out with a new album. Um, I played the song is called "Never Had the Balls." Uh, I, that was my favorite song from that album. Also, number ten on the list is Justin Bieber's "Yummy." In hindsight, I now realize if I ever hear that song today, I'm like, ah! "Shut up!" But I used to play it because it made people feel comfortable, the public recognized it, and look, when it first came out, it was catchy, but the more I thought about it, the more I realized how gross it was. If you wanna hear how I feel about Justin Bieber, go back and listen to my session, uh, the next Michael Jackson. I talk a lot about Justin Bieber there and how society has advanced past the point where we need him. (laughs) So throughout the year, I'm still playing things that people like, oh my God, Sunflower here. Sunflower is still here. I was still playing Sunflower. Uh, It was my 15th most played song in 2020, so at this point, I found out about this song in 2017, and I'm still playing it all the time, I didn't play it for you earlier, because I didn't want to spoil it, but I feel like now I'm overhyping it, so, like, your expectations are way too high when you go hear it, you're gonna be like, I don't, why does Derek like this so much, like, I I just don't understand, Sunflower by Rex Orange County is just such a good song, I just, I just love it, and I will argue, I will argue, oh, um, I'm a fake Queen fan, by the way, You guys know Queen, Freddie Mercury, you guys. And the world's... So there was this movie that came out. Um, It was called Bohemian Rhapsody. It was kind of about Freddie Mercury. It was about Queen. And after seeing that movie, I was like, wow, Rami Malek is a great actor. Oh, yeah, and Queen is incredible now. Now I'm a Queen fan. I love Queen. You don't realize how many songs... Queen is responsible for Until you see a movie Where they're playing All their greatest hits So A lot of Don't Stop Me Now Was played That is like One of The hypest songs In In history By the way I played a lot of uh, Michael Jackson's album Off the Wall Little Um I'm looking at Lil Dicky's name because he was in this Justin Bieber song that I don't even want to talk about. I mean, just forget it. Just forget both of them. Like, I'm sure, like, they're fine human beings maybe to hang out with. Maybe Lil Dicky not so much. And Justin Bieber has homeschool energy. Whatever. We're not going to get back into it. But there are more songs from that Childish Gambino album, that March 15, 2020. And, um, yeah. Uh, Oh, I got back into more life. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A a lot. Oh, oh, yeah. You guys remember when Savage first came out, Megan the Stallion, Hot Girl Summer, 2020, remember, you, you remember, so yeah, that, that was essentially it, I'm, um, now that I look at my top 100 songs from last year, I realize that the pandemic probably discouraged a lot of, not only the artists that I enjoy, but artists generally from releasing new music, because, um, I've seen a lot of, artists, musicians, people in the industry say that a lot of the music, a lot of the money in music comes from touring. And I feel like it discouraged people from wanting to release new music because they wouldn't be able to take that music on tour. Um, Everybody complains about the small amount of money that you make solely based on streaming. And people just didn't feel like putting out music during the pandemic because they didn't feel like they were going to get paid for it. So I understand. I'll let it slide. I'll just have to continue listening to the same songs that I've always been. We've all been there there's always the old reliables. Last but not least, we have my top 100 songs from 2021. So this list is still in the process of being made. But we still have the 100 that I've listened to the most so far. And um, (laughs) there's Sunflower still at number five. But number one and two are actually the exact same song one is just the live version of that song i'll give you a second to guess what it is that was one second the song's called leave the door open by bruno mars and anderson pack they're going by silk sonic that's their duo name spice and i were having this argument well it was a dispute well it doesn't matter and also like the actual like verbal confrontation doesn't matter because we're talking about like why people have duo names if having a duo name is a common thing if it's appropriate, if it matters, if there's a reason. These are the type of, like, arguments that we have. That's how you know how great our relationship is. Because the only thing we argue about is, like, stuff that absolutely doesn't matter. Like, the name Silk Sonic. Anyways, number one and number two songs that I've played this year are both Leave the Door Open. <laughs> the third song is Title of the Creator's Best Interest. The incredible thing about this song is that apparently it was a cut that didn't make Igor. That just shows you why Igor is, like, one of my favorite albums ever, because a song that wasn't good enough to Tyler to make the cut is, like, my one of my favorite songs this year. It's, I, I've just been playing it all the time. Best Interest by Tyler, the Creator. Check it out. I listen to Therefore I Am by Billie Eilish, like, a lot for some reason. I found it was... I found it to be extremely catchy. Uh, Quadeca, who I mentioned in 2019 i say 2019 like it was literally two years ago. It was probably like 15, 20 minutes ago. Quadeca came out with a new album. So I listened to uh, Sisyphus more than any song on that album. I think it's an extremely good song. Um, speaking of Quadeca, I feel like nobody listening to this, if there is anybody listening to this, none of you have any idea who or what Quadeca is or what he does or like where he came from. So I'm going to play you like a little snippet from Kodeca, just so you know. Congrats on your five percent royalty check. I get more streams than you without the editorial press, without selling my career to fucking corporate heads. So when they ask how much I get, I say a hundred percent. Oh and as a kid, they made me think I was different. Thank God for that, cause I wouldn't be shit if they did it. I asked everybody, are you gonna go the distance? I just heard no and no and no, like Simon Cowell in the show's decisions. Uh. Look, I don't know, man. I thought it was kind of hard, but if you don't like it, then whatever. Who cares? So this year I've been getting back into Kendrick Lamar. I've been like starved for good rap. Now, Title of the Creator did just come out with a new album. It's called Call Me If You Get Lost. I'm just out here doing free promotion for people, by the way. Call Me If You Get Lost is Title of the Creator's new album, which just came out a couple weeks ago. I think it's dope. I think it should be in contention for rap album of the year. Sorry, J. Cole. <laughs> and um, I don't know, there's still time. What is it? The middle of July, so there's still time for more rap to come out. But yeah, this year, been bumping, leave the door open, back to back to back to back, nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Every single day. I have every single lyric memorized from <laughs> the studio version and the live version. Like I know every single second of it. Still bumping Tyler. I finally, I know that I said I played Sunflower, the fifth most of any song this year, but I'm finally, like, almost kind of over it a little bit. It's gotten to the point where when I'm shuffling music, like I finally actually will skip it. I know. I know. I know. It's it's bad. But, um, looking through this list, there really isn't anything new that I'm bumping, like, a lot this year. Um, just a little tangent, though, actually, um, there's this girl that I knew when I was in college, we were friends, and her performer name, her stage name, whatever, it's A.G. Sully, look her up on, uh, on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever, because I've actually been bumping, like... Three of her songs specifically, again, free plug for no reason. One's called Lock My Door, one's called Seasonal, one's called Rain Check. She's dope. I think you might like it. Or maybe not. I don't know. But regardless... Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Yeezus this year um, by Kanye West. When I was younger, I never really understood Kanye West Yeezus. I just remember seeing a song in there called, like, I Am a God, and I was like, that seems was blasphemous. I don't really want to get involved, Kanye. I mean, you kind of are who you are. But anyways... I should probably address the actual title of this session, which is me claiming that my music taste is better than yours. But okay, listen, listen. I know what you're thinking. Derek, I've listened to you talk about all the music that you listen to, and honestly, like you sound very basic. Okay, but consider this. I listen to Quadeca who you've never heard of, and I played you a 20-second snippet that you may or may not have liked. That doesn't matter. But I do listen to title of the creator. Um, he's different, he's unique, yeah, you've probably heard of him before, but go listen to Igor all the way through, and tell me that, like, I'm dumb, or I'm out of touch, yes, I do listen to, like, mainstream rappers, like, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Drake, but what do you want me to do, they ran the entire 2010s, I can't just act like they weren't holding rap together, like, by themselves, just the three of them, like, I can't, and you can't tell me that I'm not diverse, like, I listen to other people, not just rappers, right, like, I love me some Ariana Grande. She has, like, three or four different albums that I pull songs from to listen to because I think she's just nice like that. I think that she is kind of, in a sense, arguably, like, the queen of modern pop. Like, am I missing something? Uh, I think Katy Perry's essentially done. I think she's still putting out music, but nobody's listening to it. I don't even really know how to describe Taylor Swift as an artist, but I feel like she has, I don't know, some Swifty, is that what they're called? Some Taylor Swift fans tell me if I'm, like, out of line here or if I'm just talking out of my butt, but um, I feel like walking around, listening, you know, with my ear to the ground, I don't hear people bumping Taylor Swift like that, but I hear Ariana Grande everywhere. I still bump Michael Jackson before and after death. I'm different from you, and, like, I will argue his greatness until the day that I die. I don't care what you think happened with those kids. He's dead. Get over it. I listen to Queen. Yes, it took, like, a popular movie for me to come to appreciate them, but I still listen to them, like, unironically, and not just for the sake of, like, appealing to the public. I love Queen and Freddie. <laughs> Childish Gambino, I found out about when I was 15, and even when he stopped just rapping full-time, I've still come to appreciate his other music. You heard me talk about Awaken My Love, I love Awaken My Love, and I love that new album that doesn't have a title. Like, <laughs> I listen to all those songs, and I appreciate them. Rex Orange County, now you know, I'm like obsessed with one song, but I've also listened to every single other one of his songs, by the way. I felt like it would have been repetitive for me to like go through all of his music and explain to you why I like each individual song. But Rex Orange County is great. He's kind of like low key. He doesn't have like this huge label or huge production behind him. He's just a guy singing about a sad little life and I love it. I, I I don't know why I relate to him. He's like this an 18 17 19 year old i don't know british kid that sings sad songs but some are extremely positive like sunflower and i love him and also who i completely forgot to mention through all of this dua lipa's album future nostalgia is one of my favorite pop albums ever the first time i heard it i was like this is going to win grammys and then it did because she's just that talented i listened to megan the stallion let's talk about Megan the stallion for like one minute i promise i'm not gonna waste a lot of time on this megan the stallion similarly to cardi b Um, she came out so hot, and I thought she had even more potential than Cardi B, because just as a pure rapper, I enjoyed listening to her more. Like, just consider this for a second, my my ladies out there, if literally any of you are listening. Or just guys, I don't know, whoever, who cares. Think about your introduction to Cardi B, which is probably that song, Bodak Yellow. Um, I don't even remember how it goes. And you wanted to like, yeah, that was probably fun to hear at parties, but like, you wouldn't listen to that like, unironically by yourself, like, just because it's quality music. When I listen to "Savage" by Megan Thee Stallion, I'll even go a bit deeper. There's a song called "Captain Hook" by Megan Thee Stallion, and I just fully like mess with it. I thought Megan Thee Stallion, that whole album that came out, um, that had those two songs on it, I was like, this is this is it. She's next. But then as she blew up, similarly to Cardi B, uh, it was just a matter of time until she got a little less authentic. I'm not talking about her body. I'm talking about, like, her demeanor. Anyways, I listened to Frank Ocean. I have a soft side to me. I appreciate R&B. Bruno Mars, who I think is the closest thing to Michael Jackson. I never stopped listening to him. Chance the Rapper, who put out one of my favorite rap albums, uh coloring book, and then fell off with the big day. We're not going to talk about it. We, we, we don't have enough time, but it it wasn't good. I'll argue. Kanye West, I just rediscovered my love for him. It's crazy. You don't think about how much Kanye West has done for music. If you just sit down and just look at his discography, like just look at the songs, play some of them back, you're like, Kanye West has really been here like, my whole life, if you're, like, around my age, if you're mid-20s, Kanye West has been with us the whole time, and you just, I, I, I just want him to be appreciated, like, we don't have to get into, like, all his political views or whatever, but Kanye West is a genius, at least when it comes to music, and I will argue, big respect for my boy, Mac Miller, Rip, gone too soon 27 club i don't want to get into it i'm i don't want to cry today and lastly there was logic who personally i just feel like with every single album he put out he got worse and worse to the point where now he's like unlistenable for me that's just me um yeah that's me that's who i am this this episode this session here where i talk about all the music that I've been listening to over the course of the past four, five, six years, like, it really... It's really made me, like, me. I hate to be that person that's like... You know what I love? Music. (laughs) I'm, like, such a big food person. I love air. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be that type of person. But I'm just built different. What can I say? I feel like music... The music that you listen to, there there are two levels to it. I've talked about this before. I'm going to let you go sit, I promise. (laughs) There's music that just makes you feel a certain way. You hear it, and you get hype. When I hear Start a Party by Ray Shrim, I'm like, I want to start a party. When I hear All Right by Kendrick Lamar, like, I want to get up. But then there's, like, music that takes you to a next level, to, like, the other level, the higher level. I should have... whatever. (laughs) Things that inspire you. The reason why I think J. Cole's K.O.D. album is underrated is because it really... Oh, my God. It's so cheesy. It's so cliche. But, like, some music changes you. Like, it makes you want to... It inspires... uh, It's a call to action, so to speak. That's how I felt about a lot of the songs on Kendrick Lamar's album, like the the, the song Complexion, the song How Much A Dollar Costs. I could do a whole session about To Pimp A Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar's greatest album, I think the best rap album ever. Certain music doesn't just remind you of someone that you love and makes you want to love someone harder. It makes you appreciate someone more. It truly pushes you. It moves you. Not just to dance, like some of the songs off Chance the Rapper's uh, coloring book, but it, like, inspires you to actually, like, be different. That's kind of why I, um, when, when Meg the Stallion first came out, And she was talking about the hot girl summer. She was talking about being savage, classy. Like even though (laughs) I'm not a girl and it didn't necessarily inspire me to do things. Like I could feel the energy. It was pushing you in a certain direction. It wanted you to be a certain type of character, to embrace a certain type of culture or attitude. And that's the type of music I really appreciate. Um, Also just thought-provoking music. That's why as wild as people think Kanye West is... Um, I feel, I don't know, I just feel like a particular resonation. Is that a word? (laughs) It it resonates with me in a certain type of way, whatever. I could talk more deeply about how songs move me. Um, But lastly, I just, (laughs) before I let this go, um, um, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm in therapy. And this is like an actual therapy session. And you are my therapist. And the longer I stay, the more I'm going to have to pay. The last thing I want to talk about is Rex Orange County Sunflower, which I've been referencing. Like, <laughs> I'm going to listen back to this one day and drink every time I mention Rex Orange County Sunflower. <laughs> that song affected me in a way that literally no other song has. It's so dramatic, I know. But, um... To me, it just made me think about similarly to Kendrick Lamar's Alright. How I should not be letting things get me down, or the world's beautiful, all types of things. Whatever. You you just have to go listen to it. I'll I'll leave you with that. I'll leave you with that. Listen to of the Creator's Igor. Listen to Sunflower by Rex Orange County. Listen to Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Uh, ah, uh, w- w- while we're at it, whatever. This this is my show. Listen to Black Skinhead by Kanye West. Listen to Thank You Next by Quadeca. Listen to Complexion. How much a dollar cost? And uh, oh, what is it? The Black or the Berry by Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Ariana Grande. Listen to listen to uh, uh um um Rem, R-E-M. And Fake Smile and Borderline, That Slaps, Michael Jackson, please listen to, Off the Wall, The Song, Baby Be Mine, The Girl Is Mine, Rock With You, Childish Gambino, listen to Pink Toes, Earn, uh, 5349, 4748, I didn't make a list by the way, like, all this is just off the top of my head, this is how this music has affected me, uh, Dua Lipa, listen to the full Future Nostalgia album, Meg The Stallion, uh, listen to, uh, Captain Hook, Frank Ocean, listen to Pink and White. Bruno Mars, listen, to leave the door open. Um, That is, that's all I'm going to leave you with today. I love you. I appreciate you. And if you've made it this far, uh, please let me know. It means a lot. I will see you in a couple of days. This episode was made possible by Anchor. If you're listening to this episode on Spotify, please consider giving me a follow so you can be notified when I upload. If this ever ends up on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate a five-star rating if you enjoyed it. Follow me on Twitter at Derapy Podcast or Instagram at Derapy underscore podcast. The intro music is by my brother, Damon Buxton. Outro music is by Lobo and cover art is by my friend Nick Johnson. Thanks for listening. This has been Therapy.